0: Why I have 15 to 20 channels. First of all, we will cover the reason why I have these many channels. Second of all, we will cover what this allows you to do. And third of all, we will cover the bigger system of the standardization I made, including the standardizations I made on all of these channels. First, imagine there is a set, a mathematical set. So basically the whole human population is a big circle. And in there we have all the different dots. These are the people. And now imagine how many people are interested in anything you might say. You might say SpaceX SpaceX is nice, Elon Musk is nice. How many people of all of these would be interested in something like this? Probably a small subset. The ones that are already interested in space exploration in Elon Musk. Basically, you could say, just use the hashtags... And these hashtags are interests. And now the more hashtags you have for a specific topic, the more targeted this topic becomes. Somebody might be interested in space. That's a subset. Then somebody who is also additionally interested in Elon Musk is a smaller subset. Because these are two things. This is just a mathematical way of describing things. This is also a common rationality problem. Because we as humans think of somebody who studies economics not economics but ec- just say ecological studies and also looks like a hippie and additionally is active in some kind of feminism or revolution or social revolution and compare this to somebody who is just who is just female female the female population basically is half of the population roughly spoken but somebody who has all these attributes has to have all these attributes. Therefore, it's a much smaller subset. Therefore, if you have two attributes and you want to target something to these two attributes, the person who is targeted or all the people in this set who are targeted have to have those two attributes. They have to have both interests. Because when it comes to content, the main thing are interests. So now, out of all the things you are interested in how many people are exactly like you you guessed it none so the idea is now if you are interested for example in space exploration then the same people if you now have just one channel and you want to record ideas and you want to publish these ideas in which media form doesn't really matter whether this is just on twitter whether this is a blog whether this is a youtube video if you have one channel that is, you as a person, person, for example, then the chances of somebody being interested in space exploration on one day and at the same time being interested in a video like this about creating video on the next day are lower than if you take those interests apart. By taking those interests apart, you can target both groups. And if somebody happens to be in both groups, in both interest groups, then you just see both things. Because he has the option to then go into either the one or the other or both. It's an option you create, whereas if you just have one channel, then you inherently just have a much smaller subset of potential audience. This is the reason ads are made for certain types of people only. This is the reason ads for a city that is a city where, for example, car rental it doesn't really make sense for a car rental in new york to run an ad in tokyo theoretically it might make sense but it won't reach many people that are actually interested in the whole thing and the same is true for you for your ideas you have all these different interests of your life and if you now want to talk about any of these by taking all of these different interests apart and by channeling them into Bigger, broader channel topics you are separating your audiences and this gives you a much bigger total audience now the main interests I have I just have the same interests as everybody in terms of the main categorization so the main categorization I came up with for my life but also for the channels are health Management, so basically self-management, but also scheduling things like a calendar, time management, basically all the things you need to manage. Also, maybe buying things, also maybe thinking about buying things. All the things you could think of as general management. You could also think of management as the main category, because management is the thing that drives all the other things. So we have travel, we have manage, we have social, we have work, we have finance, we have I just have to think for a sec. We have no, we have study. No and study are actually kind of one category. I would describe both things as learning new things. This is a category for learning new things. It's not management, because management is only the managing of the things that are already here, but learning new things is something on its own. No is basically all the things I study out of an institution. It's not really studying, it's just learning. And study is within an institution. So basically, Think of it as classical study. You could combine both, but since in many programs you only have a certain amount of hierarchies available, I actually needed these separations in order to still be able to have the same hierarchies, kind of, and not... Yeah, well, I needed a certain distinction, and you sometimes only get two hierarchy sets, and therefore I needed these bigger categories. Also, travel could be seen as the same... Or integrated into manage. So now here's the idea: you take the bigger categories of your life. For example, management. For example, health. Health is also a category if I haven't managed it. And now, whenever you want to speak about an idea, you already have seven to eight to nine categories. You can just very easily move the idea into. This means you basically just took all of the interests potential, and now you took all the interests and separated them into eight different groups. Therefore, targeting a more specific audience. Therefore, reaching a more specific audience. And therefore, increasing your potential overall audience. Now, as it so happens, I have now one channel that is for health. What is included in health? I separate it mainly by psychological and physical health. Physical health is basically also sport, is also maybe nutrition. Nutrition is kind of a part of physical health, if you think about it. And psychological health is basically everything that is not physical, but psychological. If you think about it, it makes sense. Management. I also have a channel for self-management, because I just use manage in my own words, basically not my own words, but my own descriptions. I just shorten it to manage or to know or to study. But in general, it's basically self-management. This means how to manage your time. It's not that I know inherently how everybody should manage the time, but there is a second principle of me producing content. It's I share the things I know because I can only share the things I know. Of course, I could theoretically get five PhDs and then share the things I now then know, but that would be the same as me sharing things I now know. It's the same situation. You can only share things you now know. And share things you now know don't necessarily have to be scientific data. It could also be anecdata, as Huberman, Andrew Huberman, stated in one of his recent podcast episodes. Anecdata is basically not very scientific because it's just a one single personal stake. Not stake, but point, data point. Because one person, in terms of scientific research, is not a very good data point. It's anecdata. This is, by the way, also why much of the management advice you find in management books is also mostly anecdata. It's like, I manage these people and I had these principles that I applied and apparently we we're, were successful. Yeah, you well, but maybe you also were successful because there was not a financial crisis or these other things or these other things or these other things. Because I'm additionally to the eight categories also interested in a few other things, for example, in how to think about content production, that's an interest of mine, because I constantly have to think about it, because I constantly am thinking about it. Therefore, it only, I think, makes sense to basically capture the things that are already available in your mind. So basically, the one origin of all these ideas is my mind. And... Whenever I do something, I have constant ideas about it. And I also make decisions, for example, when it comes to purchasing something. And therefore, in this very particular temporal moment in time, temporal moment in time, it's a very short moment in time, there, for example, is knowledge available about a purchasing decision and the comparison between two different things. Now, if you don't capture this knowledge, it basically is forever gone. Because if if you don't capture it, You don't need it anymore if you already made the purchasing decision. Therefore the best point now to make a video about it, to blog about it is now. And it's the same with not especially this video, but with many of these things. If you don't record and capture your thoughts when they are really fresh, when you just found a new solution, when you just found a new solution that could be the purchase of this product over the other, then or or also, if you just made a realization, if you don't capture the realization at the point or shortly after or a few days after you made the realization and now gained this deeper knowledge about something or this deeper, now have a better understanding of something, then you won't be able to capture the authenticity, not really the authenticity, but excitement about this realization but the closer you are to recording it the closer you are the closer the recording timestamp basically is to the actual real time step where it happens the more real you actually will be and therefore also when it comes to authenticity I think it is just a very easy trick to just capture the things that are already in your mind Of course, you cannot just randomly capture all the things in your mind, because people won't be interested in all the things in your mind, but only a specific subset subset of things that are maybe in your mind, therefore, again, the channels. So, let's conclude. We are still in the second point, and the third one, the overall standardization, will follow, but we are still discussing the second part. And so now, here is a list of all the channels I have. I have a channel for health, ...that currently is only covering general health topics... ...but also sport, but also maybe body weight training... Or, ...or my nutrition or my minimalist approach to nutrition. Because, of course, I could separate it even more... ...but there comes a certain point in time... ...where you have already 10 channels or 15 channels... ...which doesn't necessarily mean that I have a following... ...on all of these channels. It just means that they exist and they might be useful in the future. Again, it comes back to having a system... And if I, for example, made a channel about body weight training alone, and then I would talk about psychological health, then it would be out of the concept of this channel. It would be out of the interests of this specific audience because they watched something before. And this is how YouTube, how TikTok found found this audience. And then if you have a completely different topic... Then that's kind of not very consistent, and therefore the algorithms don't really know what to do with these new posts, and therefore they probably won't do really well. So the idea now is I have these different channels, and I have channels for health, for travel, for management, for social, but social, I don't really have a channel since that's just kind of my normal social network, which is includes for example my Personal Instagram account, which basically is kind of not really included in this whole channel system, but it's managing my social contacts, whether this is in real life or on Facebook or on Instagram, whether that's very efficient to manage your contacts, that's another story entirely, and also how useful it actually is, but that's just kind of included in social. I don't have a channel where I talk about social dynamics because I think by talking about social dynamics, you're basically kind of taking the magic away from the human communication part of your life. Because if you are displaying these things, and I read quite a few books about these things, for example, about social dynamics, and I also watch videos, for example, by Charisma on Command, because I find them very interesting. But if you then talk about these things and then interact, and people saw, for example, you talking about how you easily can make friends, then people will constantly observe your behavior, which is basically also your character, and will see not really through it all, but they have the potential, they have the option to basically analyze you all the time. And if you don't, then that's just you. And therefore, for the sake of my own personal identity, I don't talk about social dynamics as of now. Additionally, I have a channel for creating things, So basically where I talk about oh this is how I record and this is the microphone I use. So basically how to record media, how to create media and distribute it. But when it comes to the strategy behind it I basically also have a channel where I talk about it and I think it's this channel. I'm not sure because I'm kind of torn when I speak about general things like these. It's probably more going onto the work channel and if I am more specific about the actual recording it's much more the hands-on recording, it probably goes on the create channel. Additionally, I have a channel where I just randomly try new things, sometimes comedy, but this is just an experimental channel. And I also have... What else do I have? I have a channel where I talk about DIY stuff, so how to actually do my standing desk, for example, how I came up with it and filming in a hardware supply store, but I don't have very much content because... That's just not a huge part of my life, DIYing things and... Yeah, well. Additionally, I have a channel where I post the music I sometimes make. Additionally, I have a channel where I talk specifically about tech, sometimes also about the future of tech, about AI and things like these. Then I have a channel where I talk about the knowledge that is not institutional. Then I plan to have a channel on the knowledge that is institutional, basically to monetize me studying and what else do we have that's basically it i think i kind of have a channel also about finance where i talk about personal finance about investing but this is also still in the starts because i just haven't recorded that much content for it and additionally i have kind of a few other channels which are not really clear at this point for example i have one where i have edited things like short stories which I actually scripted and then recorded by me, which I also kind of involved acting, but I only have one and it's very, very bad. So therefore it's not really a channel as of now. Now, part three of this video, the standardization. What allows me to have this many different channels is that every single channel is basically the same in terms of the backend. I have a certain set of sites I am on. I have the same kind of content I produce for all of these channels. If I now, for example, talked about nutrition, it would be the same me, it would be the same outfit, it would be the same microphone. It's just that instead of talking about these things, I would talk about these other things. And because I record so much talking head video, and also because I record myself just talking so much, that's something I can very easily replicate. And if I don't and then have just something different in my mind, or something different planned, then the topic of the video is just something different. And that's mind-blowing. Because the only thing I have to change is the things I talk about. And then I have content for a different channel. It's insane, but it works. Not really in terms of views at this point in time. (laughs) But at least in theory. And this is also already one of the most beneficial things about this whole thing the sum of all of these channels all these channels together allow me to record for a certain amount of hours for example one or two hours and then to just capture all of the different topics and over time i've been basically averaging an average amount of content on all of these channels but because i am recording daily i can't switch The different channels basically from video to video. So 30 seconds is me talking about something I experienced yesterday, which relates to finance. The next 30 seconds is me talking about something different. And of course, it requires some kind of planning or mental planning to be able to record 30 seconds and then it be a good video. And also it requires you actually being able to talk properly without mispronouncing words all the time. And also without having an accent, which is something... I really get rusty in after I don't record for quite some time. Example, I'm usually speaking in kind of a British accent, but I also often do an American accent, and I also just switch in between those two all the time. But the more you get into talking, this is also one of the main reasons I opt for video, for talking video, is because I then get better at talking, which is the main skill I need to scale, I need to improve in order to be better in order to achieve a better level of quality. And since, of course I could also theoretically achieve a better level of quality by editing these things, by re-recording certain parts, but by having a linear recording style where I don't re-record things or don't script things apart from the blog post, this allows me to have these constraints and to also improve myself through making better videos only, instead of taking video material and then editing in the back-end. The only thing I can improve is by, okay, that was not so good, let's make another one, let's make another one. And this also provides me with constant, rising, theoretically, and ideally, quality content or content that is rising in quality over time for the different channels. So the only thing that allows me to actually record this many videos on this many topics is this channel system. Because I can talk about the things that are in my mind. And if I would not talk about the things that are already available in my mind, then I would have to plan it much more. Because I'm basically just capturing all the things that are in my mind constantly. Of course, I'm also kind of trying to bring my mind into different directions. But by just using the things that are already available, it's just the easiest form to produce content. Imagine you want to make a documentary about you being 20 years in boxing, about you being a rising star, and then making it to the top. The easiest way to actually do this would be to actually do this and then in the meanwhile make the documentary. But if you now don't want to do this, you cannot really make the documentary. What I'm saying is that by capturing the things you are already doing and thinking, That's the easiest way to make content without actually having to spend 20 years of your life to just film this. So now part three, finally. I standardized all of these different channels. I standardized the video quality. I standardized the formats. I have the same formats on all of these different channels. And I standardized the descriptions. I standardized how I actually make these videos. I standardized how I store these videos. Basically, for example, I have an ID. If you record something on Android, it puts the timestamp as the title. And the timestamp is the one thing that is unique with every single video you create because you are a single person and you cannot create multiple things at the exact same time down to the second. Which means I now have a unique identifier for all the different files. And the only thing now I have to do is to press record and to record all these things. And then I track all of these things. In a gigantic notion table that has all the content I produce in there. And then, because I record on different topics and I don't sort it already, what I then have to do is to just go through the list of things on here, of topics, of videos I covered or videos I produced, and then to just go in there and say, this is for the music channel. This is for the creating channel. This is for the health channel and this also means I can just randomly talk about something and then in the end determine the channel because I don't talk about these channels, because I don't have an intro an outro where I say oh this is channel blah 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 and welcome to this because this also means everything is easily switchable in between those channels because it's the same look because it's the same me, because I'm speaking the same. I initially for example had the idea to have different styles of speaking for example when I speak about self-management, maybe something that's more colloquial. When I speak then about studying and about economics, for example, then it would be better to have a higher level of speaking. But what I eventually realized is that the best option is to have all of these things interchangeable, because maybe in the future I create a channel for, for studying, and then I have maybe to switch the content that is already on the knowing channel maybe to the studying channel, because it's a better fit. Of course, it's already posted, but if it's not already posted, then I might just have 20 videos I already produced in which I said a certain name, for example, for the channel. And if I then in the future change this name of the channel, then all these videos look old. But if I don't mention anything in the beginning, in the end, and also if I don't include any ads, then all of these videos become much more interchangeable And also flexible over time, much more evergreen. If, for example, I don't wear a shirt that says Evercrombie & Fitch, then people know I'm not somebody who lived 5, 10 years ago as a teenager and everybody hyped Evercrombie & Fitch. Or is it actually called Evercrombie & Fitch? I don't know. So by keeping the things completely concentrated, completely focused, the things being the videos, on the actual content And not having brands or other things in these videos and by having all of these things like Adsense for example being actually applied to the videos after the fact and not in the cutting of the video all of this system the system becomes much more flexible allows me to also in 10 years time still post this video because So there's a scenario which just might happen which is that you have a brand and this brand 10 years in the future got cancelled and then if you wear a shirt of this brand in the future then it doesn't look very good for you and that's also just flexibility. Ultimate flexibility and I call this whole style of production lean video because it's basically as simple as basic of a video I can produce. I bring everything down To its core, I don't have fancy things in the background I would be ashamed for in 10 years time when I, I don't know, have children or am another person or don't identify with this anymore. Because I keep things simple, because I don't have a super weird hairstyle, because I don't have pink hair, because I don't have, I mean, I do have a beard, but the thing is that by keeping things as simple as possible, you reduce the likelihood of it being a problem in the future. And this standardization is something I do across all of the different channels. Another principle I use is that I organize my life in a way where I can share as much of my life as possible. And by also, for example, writing your personal notes in a way where you can very easily then access them and read them, for example, in a video that is then public, this also again is a principle you can use to make basically your private life as publishable as possible and to example if you want to record a studio tour and you usually are not the person who cleans your room then the thing you actually would need to do in order for the studio tour to be recorded would be to maybe have an additional cleaning session before and this adds a constraint, because then you cannot just go, oh yeah, this is this, and this is this, and this is this. Because you additionally have to first do the snap, which is basically not showing the reality you are actually in. Of course, there are there are degrees to this. There are degrees to, okay, I because I record this video tomorrow, I do maybe this, and do maybe this, and maybe also tidy up, not only clean up. And... Basically, the more layers you add to this, the more complicated it becomes to recording a video. And this is also the reason I have basically the same setup. Sometimes it's in a car, but it's only when I'm usually moving because I'm not usually um, doing these huge road trips. So this means I'm usually here, I'm in a studio and I'm just recording. I could be on my phone recording with a screen recording and even if I'm on a phone recording it's basically the same setup just with me instead of looking into the camera I'm a look onto the screen and I have the same microphone it's the same me recording maybe I move a little bit closer to the microphone in order to have a better tone because on video it doesn't look very nice if your microphone is in your face and this is already pretty chunky so therefore I have it down here and it's the same setup for basically every scenario I record only So if I record digital things, then these digital screen recordings are on my phone or on my notebook. I try to use always the Zoom H6. I use as recording devices basically only my two phones, my Galaxy S10s. And if I show something in the real world, I just take my phone and record it in the real world. And because all these things are the same across all of these different channels, because I don't edit... I basically don't spend 50 to 80% of the time that would go into producing videos in editing. And because I also produce videos like this, I spend a lot of time talking in front of the camera. And the more I spend time talking in front of a camera, the better I get at talking in front of a camera. And the better I get at talking in front of a camera, when the other variables are all fixed because I standardize them, the better eventually my videos will become because I will become better and that's also an incentive I wanted to have basically structuring all of these different things in a way that upgrading my phone upgrading my notebook wouldn't contribute to a better quality because I already have the best audio device I potentially could have for this specific setup for my needs. I already have the best setup and I also have the best phone, even if it's the Galaxy S10 and even if it's slowing down, but it's crucial that I have this input, this input of audio. And also the Galaxy S10 has the ability or sells in versions with 512 gigabytes, which is quite important to me because I store a lot of files on there. The same is true for the SD card slot. The newer phones don't have 512GB in the normal version. That's the reason the Galaxy S10 is still the best phone for my needs. I bought the best GorillaPod or the best tripod for my needs. Is this the best in total, in ever? Is this here the best in total ever? No, but it's the best for me. Therefore, it's the best because the only thing that counts if it's the best for me. When it comes to the other things I have standardized... It's basically the system that can be seen in the link trees. So if you are on any of the pages, I usually post the title, I then post the subtitle, not on the short video pages because they only allow you to post one title and therefore you have to put in the hashtags to the title, which is kind of a problem. But nevertheless, I can't do anything about it. So in the blog posts, I have a title, I have a subtitle. In uh, TikTok, I have a title, I don't have a subtitle. And on YouTube, I have a title, I have a subtitle. When it's a podcast episode, I have a title, I have a subtitle. And basically, these two are usually paraphrased. And the third thing I have usually in the description box or in the subtitle box is the ID of the thing, if it is something where I have a corresponding file. For a blog post, I don't have corresponding files because those live on the Internet. But for a video, I have a corresponding file, which is the video file. I then have sometimes hashtags if you can input the hashtags and things like these. So far, the media, then I have four different media types. I don't know if I described them already in this here, but you can also look it up in the other ones and I will describe them very shortly here. The first one is the short video, which is not really a type, a format, but rather a video length, which defines the format. The second are the blog posts, which simultaneously are also screen recordings of me recording the voice in order to initially create a podcast but I also now can upload a screen recording which has the benefit that I also include the pictures and graphs I have or can embed in the blog post and therefore I also have a video of the corresponding blog post which you also call, could call script and therefore if I ever script a video I, cannot, I also have additionally a blog post on my webpage. Because it's the same thing. I structured it in a way where it would be the same thing. So this is the second format, the block. The third format, and... No. I add the thing I wanted to add afterwards. The third format is me talking. Me talking, talking head to the camera. Me using a phone. And since I'm always recording with my phone, I always have a recording device in my pocket, which has a quite decent mic. Which is not as good as the Zoom H6, or a lovely go mic. But it does the job for very short videos. So it's me talking alone, which I currently call solo. And then I have a fourth format, which is planned, which is basically a classical podcast where I interview people. And here again, the beauty of my system is this. I just need to be interested in what a person has to say. It doesn't have to be a content fit. Because I can just interview the person and then just decide... Which channel, which already existing channel, has the best fit? This means if I theoretically would interview Elon Musk, it would land either on the knowledge channel or on the tech channel. If I would interview somebody about management and about managing a company, then it would be in either the management channel or the finance channel or also the knowledge channel. I don't really know right now. If I interview a bodybuilder, then it would be In the health channel and this system now allows me to basically also have multiple podcasts and the only thing I need is an interest in the person and I don't have to to make basically a compromise in between what the person has to say and how much of a content fit it is because I just select the channel which is the best content fit this also means I automatically with every single thing I record I have a channel where I can post it. This means I never have the situation where I record something and I don't really know what I record it for. I had this in the past. I wanted to have a travel channel, but I didn't have a travel channel yet. And I didn't really know whether this should be on Instagram, whether I just just should post short videos, not short videos, not back then, but just pictures on Instagram. And what would then be on YouTube? All these different things about what content on what platforms is now standardized across all of these channels. And all of these channels together work as one unit, as one unit where I can basically just produce content and then select the channel which has the best fit. In terms of website and link tree, what this looks like is I have for every single channel a link tree, which now also acts as my website basically and previously i viewed my normal website which i have for basically almost every channel not every channel because some are currently in the startup phase you could say and i now see my personal self-hosted website or the self-hosted website of the corresponding channel just as the blog because the tools which linking tools like linktree provide in terms of having a very easy website you can very easily switch links for example you don't is just these tools are just very good that's what I wanted to state and therefore end the sentence so it's just a much more a much leaner approach because I don't have to update WordPress I don't have which is a CMS a content management system you actually have to install in the backend of your website but let's, let's not dive d- too deep into website specifics the idea is that Linktree is also a service. And since it is a service, basically all the things I need to manage on a self hosted website are outsourced. If I now just need to add an additional link or something like this, I just send, I just use the Linktree and change it within the, the web interface of the Linktree. I don't have to go to my self hosted web pages and maybe change a few things there. It's all very easy it's just like a social media account where it can just very easily input information because it's made for this exact scenario i don't have to install plugins i don't have to update wordpress i don't have to worry about me being hacked as a website and this is the beauty of linktree so i have a linktree for every single channel and in this linktree i have all the social media links And then additionally, the links I want to display that don't have a social media icon. You could also theoretically manage donations and payments over a service-like Linktree. In total, all of these channels ideally have a YouTube channel, have a TikTok channel. YouTube and TikTok both kind of simultaneously the same shorts. In the future, maybe also on TikTok, the longer videos on YouTube. But currently, the time constraint of 10 minutes means I would only be able to post certain videos to tiktok from youtube the longer videos that are not longer than 10 minutes and therefore i don't do it because it's too much of a specific conversion basically it's too much of a specific copy the only thing i would do is if i i would do the whole thing and copy all the videos if i can copy exactly these videos because If you manage hundreds of videos across multiple channels, you have to think efficient. You have to think like, so the way I described, you have to come up with a system because otherwise you will be lost. And that's also one of the major benefits. Because I have so many different things, I need to manage so many different channels. I cannot think about one specific channel and about making a description that is very specific here and I have Here I have a blog and here I don't have a blog and here the blog is in English and here it's in another language and here I have this theme on my WordPress web page. It's all the same across all of these channels. The only thing that changes are the descriptions, the content and the headers or the logos. So in total, the combination of all of these channels allows me to very easily record ideas I have. And very easily also make interviews in the future very easily just show things i also maybe would want to document for myself for example i now can without much of a conscience not a, much of a not much of a conscience basically without a huge part a huge part of guilt record things And store them on my hard drives because it's also published to the internet therefore also kind of work even though currently none of my channels is kind of making much money but that's the system is a system that i can do for the rest of my life because i don't have to spend much time recording the most time is actually spent in the distribution and maybe i already thought about maybe i can outsource it in the future so there are companies which are basically managing the backend of creators and i think maybe in the future this would be something that would be a fit for me because the only thing i then would need to do is record this type of content and that's why i have 15 to 20 channels currently and maybe 15 are proper channels you could say being displayed on multiple platforms each, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Many of these platforms are not full of content yet because, for example, Facebook and Instagram don't allow me to post my normal videos I post to YouTube yet because they still don't accept anything else but 16 by 9 video. This means for me, I just don't post these videos to these platforms until they accept the other formats. Because otherwise, it just would create too much of a problem. It just would be too much work to cut these files individually. I only have one single file for every piece of content I produce. Of course, a blog post consists maybe out of different photos added to the blog post. But when it comes to actually files that have, that require a huge amount of data storage, basically video files and audio files, I also try to... I go for video and these video files are unique files because I only have one file and I also try to avoid audio completely. Why? Because I already anticipated in the past that video podcasting would be a thing of the future and therefore I went all out on video and this means I now don't record audio alone anymore because video is more engaging and since I am able to capture a screen recording for example while reading the blog post or something like this, video, which then goes to the video platforms and not only as a podcast to the podcast platforms. I am able to create content for multiple platforms simultaneously. Another nice idea is if I have something that is 45, 42 minutes like this here, what I can very easily now do is just cut out 15 seconds that work on its own And this would be an additional strategy that I completely leave out long, I completely leave out producing short form content natively. I only store these long video files and then basically cut out these small snippets from a bigger chunk of video. And that's why I have these many channels. I am, with all of these channels available on as many platforms as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I experimented with thriller but i haven't posted to thriller seriously i also have the self-hosted web pages i also have the link trees which act as the de facto web page i also recently got more and more into twitter but with twitter and instagram there is still a problem because i don't want to have multiple platforms where i natively post to when it comes to a kind of short blog content type instagram kind of is limited in what you can post because you cannot really link stuff and you also have to add images or videos. But I don't post the videos as a normal short visual blog, but just pictures and text. So basically, Instagram, since it also synchronizes to Facebook and allows me to post on my Facebook pages, which again act as the YouTube watch channels corresponding to YouTube channels, theoretically, Instagram would be the short blog platform. The problem is. So Instagram is kind of not very good when it comes to the interface but theoretically it simultaneously would allow you to post to Facebook. Twitter on the other hand is limited in the characters which currently meant that I only posted on Instagram for short updates and for longer updates I would just write a blog post or make a video and that's I think we've covered all of the different things. I'm also available as a podcast. So these channels are available as podcasts, basically all the major podcasting platforms in the the next few weeks and months, all the talking head videos, in addition to the show format, so basically the interview style, and the blog format will also be available on as a podcast because this here, the whole thing you just listened to, you could also just have listened to it. Because the visual element is not required. And I do have a Patreon account for all of these created already. I don't really have a concept for it. The general idea was to just create these videos and to then set up a subscription to be independent of ads. But currently, this is not really working out so far. And also, I don't really have specific things, specific levels for example of subscriptions because this would again be something that so the idea was to just provide this content for free and whoever wanted to pay for the content and support me in a way could on the patreon channels in addition to getting ads from youtube adsense or also adsense from spotify and and platforms like these or Income like these, I would additionally have the Patreon, which would be kind of the cornerstone or the thing that would basically back up all of these brands in the future. In terms of Medium, I also... So Medium is a blogging platform. I also experimented with copying the content from my blogs to Medium, which kind of worked. I made a few cents till now. The problem is I just didn't have time yet to turn this into also something. So in addition, what also do we have? Kit... Allows me is a web page that theoretically allows you to just have certain things listed in certain kits, sets. So basically, this is my studio, and these are all the links to my studio lights, my microphone, and things like these. So I still have kit pages, even though they don't allow you to input a lot of links anymore because they had problems in the past with spam. In addition, that's kind of it. Maybe I will do merch in the future, but I'm not really sure whether i have a really good concept probably maybe short quotes or statements i will put on shirts or something like this but again it has to be the same on all the brands the strategy for this platform for this platform then has to be the same on all of the brands and that's why i have 15 to 20 different channels